Hey, Hillbase. Hey, Hillbase. Welcome to four. Four, definitely four. Yes. Rose, check us out. Welcome, welcome. Yes. And I'm Dream. And you know, we talk about the messy side of healing, the part that people do not want to talk about. So we're back. And we are back. And we're repping Howard today. Uh, the real HU. The real HU. That's a, I was just about to say it. Like, let's be clear. This is the oh. real HU. I definitely saw people with, um, upset about the, the white, um, no, the black Harvard or something. Oh, from the movie? From what? Yeah. Or just because people say it? It it was from one of those movies. I think Lauren London said it in one of those movies. Yes, uh, Howard is the Black Harvard. What's yeah. wrong with that? I don't know. I guess they're just saying like, nah, we stand alone. Like, you know, we pop in without having to be like the Black version of something. I mean, it is one of this. I'm like, we still smart. We still pop in. So, call I mean, it what you want. That we are, but it is. It is. The prestige is very prestigious, very yeah. affluent black excellence. And so if there was a comparison, I I'm for it. But okay. That's that's what I would think too, but you know, hey. It is what it is. <laughs> what it is. How are you feeling today? Um, um I looked in my wheel and I went with I'm feeling really um I just feel like I don't really have a lot of enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. I feel kinda um I don't know. I don't like I don't feel sleepy or tired. I'm just like I just feel like I'm kinda going through the motions. Today, I didn't feel like it's yesterday. Like blah, yeah, it real dry. Mm -hmm. But you know, well, you look interesting. Thank you. I was trying not to look like what you're going through, but I'm like, I'm not feeling it. I could very well have been fine just being in the bed all day. Ooh, I wanted to stop. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to stay in bed all day. <laughs> Mm -hmm. how are you feeling i'm feeling i'm like i'm like i know i'm smiling but i'm feeling very much depressed <laughs> <laughs> i am so sad like uh uh i don't know i think the laugh is a nervous tick but <laughs> i was thinking that oh, let me just laugh it off yeah uh, <laughs> yeah it's been one of those um kind of like I'm still grieving the loss of my dad and my grandmother her birthday was what three days ago and to lose you know those are mm. they're, just, they're just significant people and then it's just like oh my god happy I'm the fact that I have to say happy heavenly birthday I'm just like I am the feelings came back like it was it is fresh, but just like it was very, like very much fresh. Um, 
So I had a hard time sleeping. And so, yeah, I could have stayed in the bed and just slept my whole day away. Mm -hmm. But here we are pushing through. I'm proud of you for pushing through and showing up. It's very encouraging. All right. It's like, gotta do it, gotta do it. Just, but you know what? Coming when we're recording and, you know, we get a chance to connect, like, that actually makes me feel better. So I'm sure if it was something else, I would have been like, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. No thanks. But this is definitely an outlet. This is a space, you know, to talk about the messy side of healing. And so. Grief is very much messy, painful, complicated. It comes in waves, and that wave hit me. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's almost like a lifelong journey. It doesn't just stop. Yeah. It's like life eventually does go on, but like you said, it, it'll just hit you at random times. And then you have reminders throughout the year of that person, you yeah. know? And so. So yes, well, let's get into it. Yes, get into it. What is our topic? I'm like, let me scroll up. So, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, trauma bonds. <laughs> yes, trauma bonds. The chemistry, like what it is, and signs. Yes. You so, feel like that? Uh, no, I was going to say, I actually haven't heard a lot of people talk about it lately. I don't know, during COVID, I feel like all, all I was hearing about was trauma bonds and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. But I feel like, oh, it's very much still a thing. Absolutely. And it's it very much some people tied in and having a hard time getting out. But yeah. So you definitely thought it would be a good idea to kind of, you know, talk about it, bring some awareness to it. And it, this is more than likely going to be like a two-part series. Absolutely. I'll try to bring it all together in two parts. Yeah. You know, I saw, um, I actually reposted a little bit ago, um, you know, some tweet and the chick is like, I, you know, I was today years old when I found out that uh, the butterfly feelings was actually um, like the butterfly feelings wasn't a good thing. It's actually a bad response. And I was just like, oh, yeah, we definitely got to talk about this because you ain't know since. Oh, right. yeah. Butterflies ain't cute. It ain't yeah. what you think it is. <laughs> Honestly, it's really like it, it should the light bulb should go off in your mind like oh I need to think about this like what is my body trying to tell me but I think because we're like you know all the hormones and things are raging and we think about it so quick that we just automatically assume like oh like I love him or he's the one like this is my husband like it gotta be because it's all I can think about like he's just perfect and it's just like it says right now, like, your nervous system, like, it's activated. And it's either A, like, it's telling you 
to avoid and run away or B, suddenly you're like, okay, maybe you should, maybe you should stay. Like, this is probably good for you. But I, I think because it happens so fast, like our part of our brain kind of shuts off. So we aren't even able to make like a logical, like, you know, determination of what our body's trying to say. You know, we just kind of just go with it. And then of course we find out later on down the line, like, damn, my body was telling me to leave. And now I can't because like now I'm like stuck. I'm addicted to him now. <laughs> the body is amazing because mm-hmm. just the way, you know, first of all, like just how everything is connected, like, oh, you know, we feel a sense from our, we get a smell, a sound, like, you know. And then it goes to our brain and then that's like shooting neurons and it's firing hormones. And then we're just like, oh, I like this. I like this feeling. And then go to therapy and they're like, oh, the reason you're used to that feeling is because (laughs) you were scared as a child. And so now every time you get in that same situation or something reminds you of it, your body is scared again. And so those are the butterflies. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing something and it says like, um, it was like, um, like, oh, you know, like he feels like home, but it's like, okay, home wasn't a great place. So <laughs> yeah, he probably does feel like home. And he was home wasn't great. He's not great either. But you know, when I think about it, our body is just like, oh, wait a minute, that's familiar. You know, so it's like, hmm, I remember this. And then we kind of get into like a phase of just being like infatuated with that person. It's just like it's almost like mimics like OCD, but just like in in the love phase, so where we just constantly think about them. We always want to be around them. You always want to do things for them or like with them. Like don't want them out your sight. Spend like hours and hours and hours on the phone, like day in, day out. Like it gets really crazy. And then you like try to put on like your best self. You're you already as like trauma survivors already wearing like a mask anyway. But you pull out your your best mask, you know, so that person will like choose you because you like know that that feels very familiar. Like I need that one. And so yeah it is really crazy like how it works and it's really like the chemistry part of it that's the part I think we don't really understand it's like when we talked about like coping mechanisms like it's really like the chemical makeup in your brain like this is actually happening and it's really like you know unconsciously yeah it is so I want to give everyone the definition so trauma bonding is the attachment of an abused person an abused person feels for their abuser, specifically in a relationship with a um, cyclic, (laughs) (laughs) circular, okay, pattern. So the bond is created due to a cycle of abuse and positive reinforcement, okay? It's uh, dysfunctional attachment that occurs in the presence of danger or shame or exploitation. And, you know, like their trauma bonds are nothing to be ashamed of um, because it truly is, just like Dream said, it truly is a chemical in your brain that's like, oh, your brain is supposed to protect you, you know, 
it's supposed to help you survive and like no matter what the situation so if those chemicals start firing if those hormones start firing you're like oh this is familiar then of Mm -hmm. course it's going to be a lot easier for you to form that trauma bond with someone else you know right so yeah. Almost like your brain is trying to like rewrite the past, you know. So like maybe this person reminds you of someone that did abuse you when you were younger, or maybe one of your parents that was like emotionally unavailable. So like unconsciously, you're like, okay, well if I get him to love me now, that's kind of making up. Well, that's what your brain is thinking. Like if if I get him to love me now, it'll kind of make up for the fact that you know that person didn't love me then, or like like I can you know change the, the way that things are you know so it's just it's really crazy how they works yeah. and it definitely it, it it takes some healing to like understand what's going on mm-hmm. if not you're really you're going to be in there real heavy like stuck um, you know, personally, growing up with a bipolar parent, specifically my dad, um, you know, everybody, well, everybody does not know, let me not say that, but everybody has the idea that the bipolar are, it's either like manic or it's like super low. And what that created for me was kind of, if you heard of like that push or pull, is mm-hmm. it can be happy sunny and rainbows and or it could be the other extreme where it's very critical um could be you know abusive it could be withdrawing emotional neglect and so just from you know experiencing that in my childhood I found myself in a lot of relationships where guys were emotionally unavailable and I was drawn to that. That was something, it was something I was used to, you know, when they pull away, I'm like, oh, let me try harder. Let me do this. And for the longest time, I had no idea why, like, (laughs) like at some point you got to say, why am I choosing these types of guys? It's like, at the end of like, yeah it's something with them but there also has to be something with me that I keep ending up in these situations right (laughs) and so for them to you know to like dog you or you know just do like any adverse behavior and then it's like oh let me take you out let me buy you this like it'll be better next time those those highs and lows that I was used mm-hmm. to experiencing, I was seeing that in my relationships. Right. And I like what you said, you kind of... Um, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. But it's like, you definitely have to recognize, like, what is it about you that is comfortable, you know, with that situation? Because it's like, okay, like, we both toxic. So that's the problem. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, we ain't talked in like two months and now we back and like we in love again. Like, what is this? What that happen? Like, what is it? Like, hey big ear. Oh, what's up, stranger? 
Like, you're not mad no more. You're <laughs> not mad. Okay, cool. And then next thing you know, mad two days later. Like, all right. Like, okay, here you are trying to be controlling. Here you are trying to gaslight me. Here you are. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-mm. Lord. So, do you think? Well, you already said you had, but can you tell us about one of your trauma monsters? Mm. Or maybe yeah. something significant from it. Okay, so when I, I started therapy, um, you know, they like to start with your childhood in the past. And I was like, oh, okay. So giving, you know, the history of my past, I'll... Um, you know, my therapist was able to give me some techniques like, oh, maybe this is why. Oh, wow. Wow, that was quick. It was. Um, we definitely had to play the part too, clearly. <laughs> hey, well, let's get to this. <laughs> the thing is, um, so I met this guy, right? And <laughs> this is, of course, before my husband. And immediately it was just like he was giving me you know back home vibes uh like definitely a player definitely making moves ripping running flying here and there like what you want to do and I'm like I'm like oh I like that I like that (laughs) but then like from our conversations and just different like he like, oh, I got to up, like, up and leave. Oh, I got to make a move real quick. Like, oh, you ain't coming to D.C. just to see me. Like, mm-hmm. let's, be, let's be very clear. Oh, I got to make yeah. a move real quick. We spending time, but you got to make a move. I'm like, why? And so that's, again, that's when I was able to recognize, like, oh, this is that push and pull. Like, uh-huh. I'm like, you are giving me all these feelings and yet I'm so attracted to you. But I know, I know this isn't right. I know this isn't right, but it feels right. It feels right. What are we going to do? And he like, yeah, maybe, maybe this is a trauma bond. Let's learn about it together. And I'm like, oh, now that's a first. Like, mm, right. you want to learn while we being toxic together? Like, <laughs> of course you want to learn while we being toxic together to keep me around, sir. <laughs> but it was really going through that and at that point being able to recognize the signs and truly standing up for myself and like I deserve better like I do not have to go through this like you know adjust your crown right love have the love for yourself set the boundaries for yourself do not Mm -hmm. let anyone you know come and go as they please or if you make um you know you make a statement you make even I'm like I don't even want to say a plea but if you're expressing your concerns and things that bother you mm-hmm. and they are ignoring it that's not it that's a red flag it's a red flag it is and it's like at this point I know I'm getting better I recognize it I'm communicating it to you and still, we're still going through these same circles that I went through before. So, 
it was clear as they like, no, this is not going to work. Right. Or you got like this. Like, like, if you feel like you can't be yourself, like you have to like be someone else or like wear a mask in order to like keep them around because you're like afraid that they're going to leave or mm. maybe somebody else is going to have them and of course you don't want nobody else to have them you know so you kind of like just start going along with it mm -mm. that's a red flag sis like no that's that's not love it's not not the love that i want to let y'all know what the good books say what would you do <laughs> so first john 4 and 18 it says there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment the mm. one who fears is not made perfect in love mm. and i was blown away like wow right. because in a trauma bond it feels like when you're in a trauma bond it feels like punishment it feels, it feels abusive. You know, it just does not feel good. And that's not what God says love is. You know, love is kind. Love is patient. It does not boast. It does, you know. Right. It's definitely an undertone of fear in the trauma bond. Like, that's that love. Like, that is, that's stressful. Mm -mm. So we really just want you to be aware be aware. Self-awareness is the best. If it's feel if you are feeling that tingly feeling, dig deeper. Mm. Dig deeper. You can feel it from your head. I could be still feel it from my head all the way down to my toes. It was the mm-mm. So now, yeah. Once you get that understanding, then you can recognize like, oh, wait a minute. I feel it. Mm -mm, that ain't it mm -mm. and it's like why are you what is it about you that's causing me to feel this way like mm -hmm. but love isn't punishment it's not abusive it's not and so right. self-aware dig deep and love yourself enough mm -hmm. to know that you deserve you don't deserve that you deserve better right learn yourself love yourself Good advice. Yeah, we gotta come back because we have a lot more. We have. So I'm like, wow. We did. I feel like we just hit the iceberg, and we didn't even get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, don't worry, because we coming back. It's cool. All right. Until next time. Yes. Happy healing. <laughs>